Hey, this is Dexter Sites. My name's Caleb Wood. My name is Billy McLaughlin. And you're listening. You're listening to. You are listening to the Drum Report. To the GoPro Drum Report. To GoPro Drum Report on Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. Welcome to a Verbmoto podcast. This is the Grom Report here on the Verb Pod Network, brought to you by GoPro. Did you guys know that we have two amazing events happening in the next few months? You're going to want to check out the Gypsy 500. That's March 9th. You can go to the website, verbmoto.com, and check that out. And then also, World Mini is back again for an amazing year. So that's April 4th through 7th at Mesquite MX. You guys are going to want to sign up for that because that's when all of the amateur hotshots are going to be there and uh, showing their stuff. Speaking of amateur hotshots, it doesn't get more prestigious in the, the amateur sport right now of motocross than Seth Dennis. Seth, welcome to the podcast. What's up? What's up? Dude, you're down at Dade City right now. You're like between motos. You're like, yeah, I got time for a Grom report. Yeah, it's um, just having fun out here at Dade City and uh, not much to do. Fun podcast. There you go, yeah, like just uh, get a little bit of R&R off the bike, and then, uh, yeah, uh, uh, give uh, the fans at home a little bit of a peek into the program. Last time we talked to you was uh, the summer at uh, Loretta Lynn's. You were a guest on uh, Radio Fox. That was pretty cool that we were able to bring that back. Um, yeah, like, it, it, it's uh, it's been a while, man. You were on little bikes then. Do you still spend a little bit of time on, uh, on the, the uh, Super Minis, or are you full big bike all the time? No, we got rid of the Super Minis on full 125 now, and uh, I've been dabbling with the 250-some, but mainly 125. Fair enough, on the 120 fizzle, just bucking a quartering it all day long. How do you like those bikes? And uh, I'd assume you're on the, the fuel-injected version, yes? Yeah, I am. Okay, so how's that going? It's uh, good. Um, figuring out the bikes a little bit. Bikes run good, and uh, I like it. Fair enough. And so we also saw you squared off with one Carson Brown that was probably the last time you rode a, a super mini and for all intents and purposes that might be the last time you rode a super mini period um t- take me through that a little bit uh the showdown between yourself and uh, and Carson Brown um yeah that, that's pretty wild man yeah it was definitely wild it's uh definitely a cool experience to have I raced Chicago sex like the day before and we had to drive to South Carolina like the next day to get there and it was definitely, um, it was fun. Carson's fun to, fun to hang out with, and uh, it was definitely a blast. No doubt, man. Yeah, no, hanging out with him, uh, just watching those videos, you know you guys are having a good time hanging out with Daniel Blair as well. Um, so, like, obviously, the that event, or the, the honestly, the uh, Chicago uh, Super, Super Motocross, as well as uh, the Carson Brown thing, didn't exactly go your way. Like, how do you get re- redemption here? Like, do, do you just challenge uh, Carson to a 125 duel? Like, is that the answer? What, what's the what's the next steps? Hey, I'm down to race him whenever. I mean, it was fun last time. I'm down to do it again. Okay, the gauntlet has been thrown. So, adjusting to the bigger bike, uh, I myself, when I moved from 85s to, to 125s, I, I instantly found... Um, Although, obviously, the bike's a little bit bigger, you can't throw it around the same way you can a little bike. Having the longer wheelbase, having the bigger wheels, uh, just, like, it, it, it makes, it, some things are made harder, a lot of things are made easier. What's your take on the whole deal? It's uh, definitely two different bikes from the Super Mario 125. It's 
super mini. It's like you can almost be a little lazy with it. Just leave it in third gear and just ride around the whole track. And it's definitely pinned everywhere, but it still goes. And then the 125, you have to shift constantly, and it's just wide open everywhere. And it's it's definitely for sure heavier. So it's two completely different bikes. Fair enough. So there's going to be a little bit of learning curve there. Uh, but you do have some time before some of the more important races that you race throughout the year. Uh, I don't know if if World Mini is on your schedule yet. Have you given some thought to coming out to Mesquite, Nevada in April for uh, for World Mini? Or will you be solely focused on Loretta's at the time? Um, definitely the main focus is Loretta's. Uh, I'll have to talk to my parents, to be honest. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll see what we want to do. I mean, I'm down for a road trip whenever. Absolutely, yeah. Get get in the RV and let, let's let's head on out to uh, to Mesquite, Nevada. It's like basically on the corner of uh, Arizona, so it's really not that far, I'd imagine, from where you're at. Although Dade City is uh, is quite the trek. Um, where do you train mostly? Like, what what are the sort of the hot spots? If you're you're riding in Florida, where are you going to find you? Um, I'm at this new facility. It's a private track. It's um right by Kroom. Okay. Um, it's by Dade City. We're only like 20 minutes from Dade City. It's um, I'm training with Kyle Cheeseman. He's um, definitely helped me a lot. And um, Future MX is from there too. So it's definitely fun hanging out with all those guys. Okay, yeah, good to have a good crew around you, guys to work off of and just sort of gauge yourself, your speed, and uh, camaraderie around the track is always a good thing. Um, when it comes to training and, and working on different skills, um, who who is the sort of the, the, like the main guidance when it comes to working on stuff? What is it that you work on the most? And is there any like kind of percentage of the time that you spend on a dirt bike that is almost solely kind of like set aside for like, hey, this is when I have, go have fun on a dirt bike, or is it all business all the time? Yeah, it's um, when we work section. We work sections a lot in motos. One day will be a twenty minute motos. Some days will be sections. Um, the section days, it's he's really big on like getting your head over the bars. He uh, calls it like a human joystick. Like if you want to go right, move right, move your head right and forward. Stuff like that. So he's definitely he definitely knows what he's talking about. Fair enough. So with that, then I ask you, what is a bad habit that even Seth Dennis has to break? Because uh, nobody is perfect on a dirt bike. Although uh, some might argue that Jet Lawrence certainly makes an argument for that. Uh, but what are some of the things that you personally have to work on? I have one bad habit, and the big habit is just feet position. I need to get it better. I've been working on it since fifties, and I've been trying to work on it ever since. Wow, since 50s, dude, which honestly, like, what crazy thing is, is it hasn't really been that long ago since you were off 50s. Like, uh, last last time you would have raced 50s is what, five years ago? Um, yeah, about that. I was, yeah, yeah, about seven, eight-ish, Fair something enough. like that. Yeah, that's good. It's that's kind of crazy to think of for me, considering like I've been on big bikes longer than you've even been, been alive, uh, which is makes me feel old. Um, so, like... What's your approach to racing and gate drops? Like, when in, ter- in terms of, and I guess this is also in conjunction with your parents' approach to it as well. Um, like, throughout the year, is it important to you and important to your family that you get a lot of gate drops? Or um, is it more about, like, selecting the right races uh, that are obviously going to prepare you for the, the next step and, and obviously competing when you need to compete, like the Spring Nationals or uh, obviously Loretta Lynn's qualifiers and that sort of thing? What, what sort of, how do you build your schedule, essentially? Yeah, well, definitely folks. Our main focus is on the nationals, but we'll we'll hit up some local events like here at Dade City, 
some at Gatorback, like just stuff local, but mainly focused on training. Okay, okay. So, uh, like, and I've talked to some a lot of amateurs about this sort of situation. Is when it comes to going to, like, I say, a smaller event. Uh, cause like one of the things that a lot of people don't think of when it comes to like, Hey, why don't these kids race a lot is I, I guarantee that when you show up on the line, there are some, some kids and like, there's some fast kids out there that, uh, that don't have a, the same level of ride that you do, or they're just on the, they're, they're on the come up. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of kids that sort of, uh, like they see a guy like yourself out there on the track. They like, they use that opportunity to sort of either make a name for themselves or take a swing at you. How do you handle stuff like that? Yeah, they for sure always try to race me, but, like, it's – just go about it at any situation. Just ride as hard as you can. Leave it all out of the track. Okay, okay. Uh, also, also getting a whole shot and just racing away from everyone certainly helps as well. Um, yeah. How much do you? How much time do you spend working on starts? Mm, we'll do – in, like, a week, we'll usually do, like, five or six, just depending on the days. Yeah, just uh, how 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 much uh, how much we want to abuse those clutches. Um, how much do you actually uh, work on your own bikes? Like, if if you were like, obviously, I don't think you have a driver's license anytime soon. But uh, once you're able to start driving yourself to the track, like, if if there's an issue with the bike, are we just packing up and going home, or do you, can you take some stuff apart? I mean, I've had a Suron. I'm not gonna lie, I've had to work on that Suron more than my real bike, so Amazing. I definitely know how to work on a bike. Okay, so, so. that's not an ad for Suron then. No, no, but I've, um, I say I can do most of the stuff, but once it gets to like the top end and motor stuff, then I'm a little out of my level, but chain, air filter, all that stuff I can do. Okay. So like, yeah, I don't say that's like, I I can, I can dig into maybe a top end or two, but I'm more of a surface level mechanic. I can kind of, yeah, fix some things up, make sure she's running right. Uh, but if she's making some, uh, some, uh, foreign noises that usually ends up back at the dealership or someone else that has a little bit more, uh, knowledge than me. Um, what do you do for cross training? Like, obviously you train off the bike, you're in the gym, you're, you're doing like uh, cardio, this, that, and the other thing. Um, what is your preferred method of sort of cross training and like some other, uh, like just ways to, to keep your body fit, uh, aside from just straight up training? Like, uh, is it spending some time with Suron? Is it mountain biking? What is it? It's, uh, right when I get done with training, we get about 30 minutes and then it's like right into workout with, um. 77 fitness Corey at okay. the facility it's definitely he definitely doesn't take it easy on us i'm not gonna lie it's uh tough some days but just stuff like that um trying to get strength training and then like even when we're having fun playing basketball getting cardio in just stuff like that very nice very nice so you yourself you're a uh a dunlop elite athlete you're uh orange brigade star athlete as well as a fox athlete those are like growing up like there's there's a ton of kids who would would dr- just dream of having any one of those uh, levels of support, let alone all three of them. Um, what does that level of support mean to you? Um, and, and just sort of like having the companies like that have your back, especially a company like Fox that's celebrating 50 years uh, of since their their inception. Um, like, is, are you aware, kind of aware of the gravity of those sort of things, and do you reflect on that sort of stuff? Yeah, it definitely means a lot to me. Even, like, when I first got the rides, it, like, I was on top of the world at that point. Like, it felt so good. And then, like, just as the years have gone, it's just I've gotten more and more comfortable with them. And it's, like, it's uh, definitely a fun experience to have as an amateur. 
Okay. Uh, one thing that I noticed, and I don't know if this is just like it's like a it's like kind of like a cool thing that the some of the faster kids are doing lately is at Loretta's. Instead of wearing the jersey number of whatever they're supposed to wear at Loretta's, they like they wear their normal jersey number. Like you're you're nine thirty, correct? Yeah. So if that I'm not mistaken, I think that's your uh, your area code. But um, like the the jersey you wore at Loretta's this last year, you didn't run the ninety three. You ran. Uh, you ran nine nine thirty. Is is that like is that any specific reason, or is that just what the cool kids are doing these days? What what's behind that, or or is that just so that you can wear it anywhere else aside from Loretta's? It's um actually a funny story. Like my parents, they um they just picked the last like three digits of my AMA card number. Amazing. So it was uh, actually completely random, and I I didn't pick it at all actually. Interesting, interesting. So. If you had your choice, um, two things. Uh, one day, I assume that you will be in the 450 class, uh, entering uh, the stadium for a Supercross. Uh, if you could pick a, if you could pick one permanent number to run for the rest of your career, what is it right now? And obviously, that might change as you get older and when when that you, the time comes to actually pick that number. Um, and if you're coming out for Supercross uh, opening ceremonies, what song are you coming out to? Um, just put you on the spot. I know. I I don't really know. I mean, are you? A mu- you're not a music a lot, guy. Like, I I am a music guy, but like, I don't know. I have so many favorites. I just I don't even know. I probably like some Drake or Travis Scott song. I don't oh, know. No. Okay. I'd, the... I'd have to have some time to think about that. Now I feel older. Uh, what about the number? <laughs> um, I'd probably pick number one. I'm not gonna lie. Number one looks so good. But I promised my mom the first year of pro I had to pick 9.30. So first year, 9.30. 9.30. Okay. Well, I, like, uh, um, I'm not too sure if you're you're aware, but they, they actually, like, obviously that, that I think you're going to be totally fine getting that as a, as a rookie number. Uh, that'll be a three-digit. But uh, once you've accrued enough points to have a national number or even a permanent number, they actually don't allow three-digit numbers as a permanent anymore. Uh, would, you just, would you just drop the zero and go with 93? Yeah, I think that's what I'll probably do. I'll probably just 93. 93 doesn't look too bad. You'd have uh, you out there with the 93, Ken out there with the 94, uh, Hunter out there with the 96. And, like, I don't, I wouldn't be out there, but I don't, you didn't ask, but I'm number 95, uh, at least in my own heart. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what's on the immediate schedule? You're training right now. You're getting ready, and you got another moto coming up in about five minutes. Um, but uh, what are you preparing for right now? What's on the on the horizon? My main focus right now is just spring nationals, like Daytona, Freestone, springing. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, really just trying to put in the work for that. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, yeah, th- that those races are going to happen. And then I don't know if you're aware of this, but, of course, World Mini, not for after that. So maybe you just he- hang out that way and, and uh, uh, stay there for, for the April 4th through 7th. Registration's already open. Um being a Fox athlete means, means that you get to ride with some pretty sick gear on a pretty much weekly basis. Is there, is there any stuff that you get given that like you get, you're like kind of bummed out when it becomes like sort of it's last year's stuff and you can't wear it anymore? I don't, but like my mom sometimes, if she sends like, they send me too much orange, she hates orange gear. Why? She like boycotts it for some reason. I don't know why, but. Be like. You're like, Mom, Carmichael ran the orange gear. Carmichael was all about the orange gear. Yeah, for sure. 
I actually can't, I couldn't stand that. Like, the orange gear on the Kawasaki, like, I don't, like, this is way before your time, dude, but, like, that was not, like, respect to RC, but that was not it. Like, yeah. Yeah, and especially, um, Loretta's, we get, like, the limit, limited time stuff. Yes. Like, for every year, mm-hmm. and that gear's usually always so sick. Yeah, usually uh, that that's, uh, usually stands out. Like uh, you, you usually you're only the only the the top level uh, Fox kids are, are wearing that stuff, and it's pretty pretty easy to pick you guys out. Uh, although this year at Loretta's, uh, it was tough to pick anybody out because it kind of looked like uh, San Francisco Supercross at Loretta's this last year. Yeah, for sure, it was raining all day. I just remember. I got to sleep in. I'm like, oh my god, it's ten. I'm gonna miss my moto, and then they're like, oh, it's been delayed. Yeah, and no, then it got yeah. delayed until like one in the afternoon. No, it was a hurry up and wait. It was my first time at Loretta's, probably your thirtieth time at Loretta's, uh, and yeah, it was uh, like I, it kind of rained on my parade, but I still enjoyed myself. I'm not gonna lie, I uh, I had a lot of fun while I was there. But uh, yeah, ho- hoping that when Verb brings me back this year, that uh, there's a little bit more sunshine and heat because uh, yeah, I just wanna I wanna get the full experience. Not to say that rainy motos isn't the full experience at Loretta's because it clearly is, but. Uh, what classes are, are you going to be uh, running when uh, the gate drops for uh, the 43rd running of the Roulette Lins Amateur National Championships? The plan is um, 125, uh, I think it's Schoolboy 1 and 125 BC. I like it. How old are you now? I'm 14 and I'm turning 15 in February. Okay, so you're you're an AMA 14 then? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's good to know. Uh, awesome, dude. Well, uh, I know you got to get to your next moto. I had you on here for 20 minutes now, so you probably caught your breath. Uh, Mom's uh, uh, gassed up the, the, the bike, and you're heading back out onto the, the lap. So uh, work on that. Uh, work on that seat position, and, uh, yeah, go go rip it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excellent. I know you got a ton of great sponsors. Give those guys some love for me, and I'll let you go. Uh, I'd like to thank KTM, Fox. Scott, Dunlop, Power Band, um, Twisted, Kyle Cheeseman, 77 Fitness, Future MX, FMF, Girl Seekers, FCP, Ethica, and MotorX. Awesome, man. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut things off right there. Hey, huge shout out to Seth for making some time for us on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. He was spinning some laps at Dade City, but I said, hey dude, can you do a quick interview? And he made time for it. Anyone who makes time for the Verb Pod Network, they're good in my books. I hope you guys are enjoying all these podcasts. Check out Winner's Take, y'all. Check out the Squad Pod. And when the guys over at the Vanilla Broadcast dust off their equipment, you'll get another one of those. Enjoy these podcasts, support our sponsors as always. GoPro certainly is a one for this particular episode. And like I said during the podcast a couple times, World Mini, registration open. And honestly, if you don't get on the Gypsy 500, we're going to sell that, that race right out. We have limited amounts of teams that are available. It's over halfway sold out already. And March 9th is counting down in a big way. So get on that, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll catch you at the next one.